0: Ready to explore the psych behind your style? Get ready to dive in and explore topics of self-development and confidence in personal style so we can feel liberated, in control, and confident in our style, body, and life. I'm your personal style mentor and confidence coach and host, Yolandi Hamilton. Welcome to Intentional Style. Hello, my darlings. Welcome to a new episode. This week, we are talking about the biggest style lessons I have learned throughout life and uh, how you can use them to your advantage so you don't have to make the same mistakes that I did. There are plenty of top stylists, celebrity stylists, designers, people in the fashion industry, and they'll all tell you that Your style is important and it speaks for you. There's that quote, you know, uh, let your clothes speak for you when you walk in the room or, you know, style is saying who you are without having to say a word, something along those lines. But when you ask them how, they have a very generic answer, like it makes you feel better, so people treat you better. But they never have a really concrete example of how it is actually Helping you and how this is actually important. Style lessons for me began very early in elementary school, uh, so ages four to 10. And there wasn't much important about what I was wearing until third grade. In the third grade, I had a boyfriend, uh, the air quotes boyfriend, because, uh, you know, we're like seven. And I said to him one day, we're going to get married on Wednesday and you got to come dressed up for the wedding. And he told me that if I wore the dress, he was going to break up with me. And so I had a choice to make. I could not wear the dress and give him what he wanted, people please. Or I could wear the dress because that's what I wanted and what I said was happening and i was calling the shots i bet you can guess which one i did i wore the dress and he broke up with me you know now that it's all that serious when you're 7 years old and i was not devastated by any stretch of the imagination but i learned in that instance that clothes make a statement what i had decided by wearing that dress was that i was in charge of my life and he was not going to tell me what to do and by wearing the dress i told him that i told him hey i know you said not to wear the dress but i wore the dress so now you got to follow through with what you said and while we were seven we didn't really you know exchange words like that or talk in that manner that was really at a basic level what was happening is he was attempting to exert his free will on my decision making and i said heck no i'm wearing the dress And it was the first time in hindsight, I don't think that I realized this at seven years old, but it was the first time that I realized clothes make a difference and that they can tell a story and kind of speak for you. And I hadn't read any famous designer quotes yet about how clothes speak for you when you walk into the room. So the next big lesson that I learned was in middle school. Now, there were two or three in middle school that were rather significant. The first one happened in about sixth grade for me. So roughly around 11 years old, I had borrowed an outfit from my cousin who I thought just had it together. As far as style was concerned, everybody seemed to like her a little bit more than they liked me. Naturally it was because I thought, well, well, she just knows what to wear. So if I borrow clothes from her, maybe I will get the attention she gets. So I borrowed an outfit from her and I wore it to school. I vividly remember this outfit. It was black and blue and it had a black and white checkered trim. It was a skirt, nonetheless uh, that went on the flap of the skirt and around the uh, sleeves and the neckline. Um, was where this checkered trim went and then it was like split black and blue and I wore this to school and there was this girl in my band class who had to go to her locker or the bathroom I don't remember which one now as it was a very long time ago but she asked the teacher if I could go with her which was a huge deal because these popular girls traveled in groups packs pairs And she was inviting me to be a part of her pair. And I was so excited that I remember thinking, oh my God, it's working. She likes my outfit. And so now she likes me. By her asking the teacher if I could go with her, she taught me that what you wear matters and it does have an influence on the way people treat you and whether or not you're accepted. This was a turning point for me in that I thought, okay, now if I just wear the things that are accepted by everybody that I want to be friends with and associate with, then I will be accepted too. Kind of like a uniform, you know. If you wear, a, you know, a football jersey and you both like the same team, you know, and you cross somebody's path in the grocery store, you can be like, hey, nice jersey, good team, right? They're going to reciprocate and you kind of form a little bond there. And that's what I was basically attempting to do, but not over sports. So moving on, a few years later, I had an outfit that I loved. I thought it was the coolest. I thought it was awesome. And I thought I was an original Masterpiece, you know, renegade, even though I had just bought what I saw on the mannequin. And at this point, I was roughly 13 or so. And I wore it to school this green and black striped sweater set, like a twin set, with my super flared Jinko khakis. Okay, are you picturing this? I was thrilled that I looked so cool. Only to find when I got to school that a more popular girl who had a locker right across the hall from me wore the exact same thing in different colors. Hers was black and blue and she wore it with jeans. I still think I looked better, but I got made fun of all day for wearing the same outfit as her and being a copycat because she was liked by more people than I was. And I was devastated. I avoided wearing that twin set as much as possible because I did not want to chance wearing it on the same day that she was wearing it or being told that oh you're still copying her and that outfit got any original ideas of your own because let me tell you 13 year old boys and girls are ruthless and they do not make exceptions once they've had an idea that you have done this thing they're relentless and so i did not want to risk being poked fun at for wearing this And so I just avoided it, even though I loved it. But what I learned in that moment was not only as I had previously learned, do the clothes affect the way people treat you, but they can also do the opposite of what the outfit I had borrowed had done. And that is get you rejected. So not only can it help you be accepted, but it can also help you be rejected. From that moment on, I vowed that I would not be called a copycat ever again, and that I would never, ever be caught wearing the same thing as anyone else. And I went out of my way to be original and to wear whatever I wanted. Enter the high school years of I did what I wanted, and I embraced the avant-garde and experimented so much You may have thought I was a mad scientist. Freshman year was rather preppy. It was kind of a holdover of my eighth grade year. Um, It was very pretty, very neat, lots of pastel colors, but it didn't feel right. Sophomore year, I did a complete 180, and it was very dark and rave-esque. There were lots of rubber bracelets, neon bracelets, graphic printed tees that said random things, and my favorite... My giant platform Mary Janes. I loved those shoes. But also lots of studs and chains. It was a little punk-esque too. Enter junior and senior year where I took it one step further and embraced the goth side. And I began to mix all the things that I had liked from previous phases. I would wear skirts and dresses over my jeans with those beloved platform Mary Janes. I would wear dragon print skirts with flower print tops. It was kind of a free-for-all and it was a little wild, to be honest. (laughs) And there was lots of black, including black nail polish and lipstick. It was quite the time. And I was definitely original. But what I learned in those years with experimenting from a few instances, for example, the skirt over the pants, I had another classmate Wear a skirt over her jeans. And she said to me, Well, I saw you do it, so I figured I can do it too. I remember thinking, Oh man, that's so cool. You know, I taught her she could do something awesome. And I realized that being original can also have an influence on the way people see you and interact with you and what they expect from you. And people began to expect the unexpected from me, the weird things from me. And it was fun, it was so liberating and exciting to explore who I was through these clothes and why it was that these things resonated with me. While all these lessons were formative to me becoming interested in style in the way that I was, my biggest lesson came when I divorced in 2018. For 13 years up to that point, I had defined myself by the relationship that I was in and the roles that I had, i.e. I I was a wife, I was a mom, I was a worker, working mom, uh, and all three of those roles had very specific things that they wear, uh, which I say that kind of poking fun at myself because those are society standards and not what my idea actually is of what a wife wears, a professional wears, or what a mom wears. I didn't know that at the time. That I was fulfilling society standards and just caving to the pressure of what people expected me to wear and look like. I was not being true to myself is what it boils down to. There really was no sense of that confident girl left that wore those platform Mary Janes and the skirts over the dresses. With self-patched jeans and, you know, the dragon print dress, the girl who danced around the courtyard at school with a laptop on her head while playing The Cure was gone. And I really had to rediscover myself, which this meant exploring all the things I had previously been interested in, but never tried, which included things that I wore so I had to shed those beliefs I talked about, like moms don't wear that. I'm too old to wear, you know. Dot dot dot. Insert this here: mini skirts. I can't wear that because I'm a mom. I can't wear that because I'm a wife. I realized then that clothes were not only a reflection of the things we like, but the people we actually are inside. Which is why those earlier experiences, especially the high school years, when I experimented and I was loving the things that I wore. Was because I was really expressing the person inside. She wasn't exactly sure what style she was into. So she tried a little bit of everything. She did some mix and matching, and it was thrilling and liberating. And that was why it was thrilling and liberating because she was expressing herself. And upon reflection, I realized that these years where I had suppressed myself to fulfill these expectations, I was not. Being true to myself and expressing myself, I was expressing what I thought other people wanted me to express. And this is why the fashion industry insiders say that your clothes speak for you, but can't ever explain how. It's because they've had these experiences, but not necessarily the chance to reflect on them and what it means uh, or meant to them as a person or how to learn from it. It was really more of an intuitive experience that they had where they drew these conclusions from how they internally felt. And then after hearing these statements adopted the belief because internally they knew it to be true, but didn't make the connection on how, and maybe didn't really have the words to verbalize their experience and how they felt about those experiences. So the number one lesson you can take away from all these experiences that I've gone through throughout my life is that it is important for you to express yourself with your style. And if you are not, that means that you are likely limiting yourself in other areas as well. You are not only holding back your expression of who you are and who you think you are, but that means that you're holding on to beliefs and ideals and expectations that others have placed upon you and you really want to shed those so that you can move on and fully express who you are. So until next time, my darlings, examine your style and think, is this a reflection of me? Mind your style, my loves. Bye. Love feeling lifted and getting real answers to your style and confidence conundrums? Connect with me via Instabook at Hamilton Styling. And yes, that's Instagram and Facebook. Speaking of Facebook, get exclusive weekly live sessions and free masterclasses in my group, Thoughtful Style. You can find that at facebook.com slash group slash thoughtful style.